Welcome to Awake, spirituality, business, and everything in between. With your hosts, Kat Mead and Sindra Banks. Welcome to this week's episode of Awake. We are here this week with the beautiful Kate Alexandra, and she is in charge of the Radical Self Care Project. So thank you so much for being here, Kate. Yay, thank you for having me. I've been really looking forward to our chat. Yeah, it's awesome to have you on the show. Self-care is something that we are pretty excited about, um, but maybe don't do it as much as we would like to. So maybe you can enlighten us and our listeners just a little bit about what the Radical Self-Care Project is and what you do. Mm, yeah, so I think you've nailed it, like in terms of people maybe becoming aware of self-care and many of us not doing as much as we perhaps need. And I think um, the awareness that is growing around self-care, particularly in the last few years, I'm seeing lots and lots of um, more awareness um, about self-care. And I think there's kind of two things happening. There's the self-care that is talked about by the kind of beauty and fashion industries, which is usually, you know, prescribing some kind of, um, you know, like some face creams or go and get yourself a new dress or this or that. And it's this kind of treat yourself kind of thing, like, or, or mellow out with Netflix and some chocolate and, and call it self-care. And I think um, particularly when there's a lot of intense political stuff going on, people are feeling overwhelmed and sometimes that... Um, wanting to disconnect and distract ourselves and treat ourselves can be um, a bit more of an escapist kind of self-care. Mm. And I guess, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with Netflix and chocolate. And, you know, I do love having bubble baths and rubbing beautiful things on my skin. Um, but I think for me, I started to seek a kind of self-care that was a bit more about really connecting in with intuition and my own unique needs so really paying attention tuning in to what my own unique needs were instead of having to select from all the buffet of options out there being sold to me as self-care it was really about kind of connecting in with what was real and true for me and then being able to meet those needs through really practicing self-compassion so I think for me self self-care now comes down to First of all, self-awareness, so paying attention to the need. And second of all, self-compassion, having the, the guts, the strength, the amount of love for yourself to really, truly do something about it. Um, because sometimes practicing self-care might mean disappointing others or saying no mm-hmm. to a previous commitment or, yeah. um, you know, going against the grain, kind of generating a little bit of freedom, going against the grain and making a choice that may not be socially kind of acceptable or popular but it's really about nurturing your yourself and and doing that in a way that's self-respecting um and 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 hopefully your community your friends will understand if you need to take a time out and support you to do so Mm. yeah it's it's interesting your point about like going and doing things and watching netflix and having a bath and just distracting yourself because at the end of the day if all you're doing is distracting yourself because you want to make yourself feel better it's kind of the opposite of self-care because you're just disconnecting from the feelings and the things that you need to work through, you know? So it's not actually helping you to do right. those things. Yeah. And so it's about doing those things consciously, mm-hmm. I think, um, mm-hmm. that if you're going to 
go and, um, you know, I actually think baths are really nurturing and wonderful mm. and it can be a real balm for the soul to just like sink into some hot water and, and mellow out. So it's about the intention behind uh, what you're choosing to do so that it's not serving as a distraction um, from what's really going on and, and being brave enough to, to do the work to face yourself um, and your struggles with, with a dose of compassion to really be with yourself when you're hurting rather than... Um, yeah, just trying to numb that mm. inner voice that's mm, yeah. wounded and in need of some some love and care. Yeah. Mm. So, can you tell us a bit about your story? Um, I guess the backstory of how you came to be so passionate about the whole self care thing. Were you kind mm. of totally opposite, or has it always been something you've been doing? Um, I think for yeah, so. I have a long history of kind of activism from when I was a child and, you know, at university, really passionate about changing the world. And um, I was involved in a campaign uh, when I was about 19 where um, we were protesting against some changes that were made in the university that were unethical and jobs were lost. And uh, we basically built this uh, student consulate on the vice chancellor's lawn and camped out there for 45 days. And um, I just saw activist after activist after activist, including myself, totally burn out. Mm. Um, And it was really interesting seeing people who were so mission driven, um, really like there was a lot of tension that kind of emerged within the group people who have politics about changing the world and making a positive difference and then the way that people were kind of talking to one another that was not playing out in the interpersonal relationships and dynamics within Mm. that community and it was a bit of a wake-up call for me I just ended up having to tap out for a while um and I was really asking myself a lot of questions of what, about what it meant to really be the change and what's the point of really fighting against, you know, whether it was like the anti-corporate globalisation movement was really big at the time and, um, you know, kind of fighting for environmental issues. Like what's the point of throwing yourself into that stuff and trying to push for this big global change when actually, like, number one, we need to look at ourselves and the way that we are um, treating ourselves, the way that we're treating others, um, and and that's where it all really starts because if we haven't ironed out that stuff like it's just going to repeat negative patterns again and again and again and and that's how we get into these positions where we have um you know so many like catastrophic issues in the world today it's created by people (laughs) people with wounds that are not dealt with um and um but in terms of really connecting with the term self-care and coming into a conscious self-care practice which for me I talk about it as radical self-care um it really started when I uh gave birth to my first baby uh five years ago I had a really difficult birth uh very long birth he had um you know some 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 trauma that he was recovering from I was recovering from a cesarean section and uh, we were both really wiped out and um I was experiencing like undiagnosed I realize now postnatal anxiety and depression and a kind of post-traumatic stress really Mm -hmm. and I developed insomnia because I was so anxious I no longer was able to sleep and I would literally stay awake all night for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and um everyone's telling me oh you've got to do this you've got to do that try and get some sleep and it just wasn't that easy for me um I eventually was introduced to yoga nidra 
which um, for the listeners who are not aware, I know, I know you two are, it's guided meditation technique that really drops you into very slow brain waves um, that allows your body to heal, rest and restore um, when you're conscious and it actually provides the benefit of deep sleep. So for me, I started doing yoga nidra a few times a day um, while my baby slept. I, I wasn't sleeping, but I was mm-hmm. doing yoga nidra and I, that started to give my nervous system um, a little reboot, little mm-hmm. bit by little bit. And I would do it at night, sometimes two, three times and eventually started to fall asleep. And I was doing this for a couple of months before I could start to actually fall asleep naturally and then I was like oh my gosh this is changing my life this is amazing everyone needs to everyone needs to know about this and um my baby at this stage was uh, about six months old and I enrolled in my yoga teacher training because um if you want to learn more about yoga I mean I don't know where it's like in other parts of the world but in Sydney you know short of going to um, regular classes and the occasional workshop if you really want to dive in deep into yoga you really need to do a teacher training and it was not my goal necessarily to become a teacher I just needed something that felt like me again and mm. um, I've been practicing yoga for a very very long time since I was a child but I'd never really come across this yoga nidra before and so yeah I just started going to my yoga teacher training and my parents-in-law and my husband would bring my baby over during lunch break and I would feed oh. him and then I was pump pumping in the bathroom on breaks and so I really was so supported by my family to be able to just they were like Kate yes go and do this thing because everyone knew how completely depleted and wrung out I was I had been um, and so then came out the other side of the, the teacher training and was still using my yoga nidra and still didn't really plan on teaching until um, some girlfriends asked me, you know, if we wanted to do like a yoga brunch at my house. <laughs> so it was like a potluck and they brought over some nice food and I ran a little yoga class and it was just so nice. We kept doing it. And then like the following year, I ended up opening a little studio in my living room and just inviting local people from my community along and people came and it's all sort of started happening um so yeah so now I teach yoga and 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 as is the way the people who are kind of drawn to me tend to be those who have struggled with similar challenges people sort of sometimes see themselves in your story and then they get drawn to to that so I do work a lot um one-to-one with folks who are struggling with stress and mental health issues um insomnia um and i work a lot one-to-one doing restorative yoga Mm. actually really supporting people to rebalance their nervous systems um because i think it's something that we're not really taught how to do like there's this huge expectation i think particularly i really feel it like in particularly as a mother and someone who's running a business that we're just kind of expected to do all the things all the time and i feel like it's so um normalized that Mm. we should be doing all of these things um that to be completely exhausted and like on the verge of burnout is like normalized (laughs) i think that's so crazy and it's just it's not okay yeah Yeah, it's like the whole you know you're so tired you're so busy well you must be doing a really good job at last must be so productive yeah 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 yeah, you must be working so hard. And yeah. So, yeah, must like get so it, much done. Up on a pedestal. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So, Whereas if someone's looking really relaxed and chilled out, then it's like, oh, you know, oh what are you doing? <laughs> like this, like guy delivered my refrigerator the other day. My fridge broke last week, and not that, you know, 
kind of um, a bit of a crisis further to the car I was mentioning earlier. Mm. <laughs> Everything breaks all at once. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he he came was delivering the fridge and he looked at me in my yoga pants and he was like, "Oh, got a day off, do you?" I was like, "Actually, no." Yeah. <laughs> like, this is my just The assumption that like a woman at home, like on a Friday at midday, would be just chilling out, mm. slobbing around at home in a yoga pants. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, with all that knowledge and, you know, you have two kids and you're on your own business, um, you know, you are probably quite busy as it is. What is there a ritual self-care practice that you do kind of every day? Do you have set things that you do? Mm, Yeah. So I've got a few things that I do and I think, um, where this practice gets really exciting for me, um, conscious self-care practice, that is where it gets really exciting is, um, this is what I practice. This is what I teach is that it's really about tuning into the need of the moment. Yeah. Um, on any particular day and then being able to look in your toolkit or your, or whatever resources you've got and, and select some things that are going to meet that need. So it really looks different every day for me although I will say that every morning I have some kind of movement practice or meditation practice it varies I do a little bit of something which I call yoga every day (laughs) um so even if that's just lighting a candle and setting an intention um for the day like aligning myself my mind with that highest goal and remembering okay I'm waking up and this is what I want to focus on or whether it's going for a bushwalk um or whether it is um I've been doing a fair bit of dance and movement recently that's kind of yoga-ish but embodied somatic movement-ish. Um, <laughs> although this week, all of a sudden, I just felt like working out and that's really weird for me. <laughs> I like I've got a friend who's a personal trainer and I was like really inspired by her stuff and I was like, right, I'm going to do like some planks and I'm going to do some lunges and I'm going to do some squats. I was doing burpees, like <laughs> this is really unusual for me. <laughs> but it felt really good and it was yeah. like my body just wanted to kind of like get the heart rate up and I wanted to feel my strength. Yeah. Um, so I did that this week. So it's a little – so first thing in the morning, I do a little bit of something that is um, about connecting with myself, with my body, and with the my intention. And um, and then I'll meditate after I do that bit of movement. So whether it's five minutes or ideally 20 minutes, but it sort of depends on what's happening um, with the kids and stuff. Mm. So – often they'll be rolling around with me, throwing their Lego around. <laughs> and, and so it's kind of family movement jam session. Yeah. Um, it's like dodgeball mornings. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Yeah. It keeps it fun. Um, but yeah, so be, beyond that, um, a self-care theme that I'm kind of exploring in my sort of emotional, spiritual world at the moment is really about focus, um, uh, being able to really – generate a lot of energy around one particular thing um you know I I am multi-passionate kind of like you women I have lots of things that are going on and um and I and I I've noticed that I tend to feel fatigue when I'm switching from one thing to another yeah and I, I find it very hard to stop that generative creative fire it's just sort of part of who I am I'm always going to be ideating creating Chucky, like I just cannot help it. And I felt for a while like I was really inconsistent because I was always generating these new things and I was sort of like beating myself up about how inconsistent I felt because I was doing all these things. And so I really tried to own that um, instead of trying to change that and Mm. um, just when I'm doing one thing, 
really, really focused. And so for me, in terms of a yoga practice, that's about tapas. It's like generating that mm. heat of going against the grain of all the shiny things and the distractions and, and really flexing that effort muscle to like pour my focus, my fire, that tapas into mm. one thing. Um, so this week it's launching the Radical Self Journal because, um, gosh, if I don't give it my fire and focus, it, it may fail. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, like, you know, there's really something on the line if I don't hit my tipping point. From the looks of it, it's not going to fail. You're doing <laughs> so incredibly well with that. Oh, thank you. Like, thank you, when thank did you, you launch? Wednesday. And you've already hit almost 60% of the target? That is yeah, incredible. Amazing. Well done. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. It's funny, you know, like it's um, it's such a head, it's such a mindset game, isn't mm. it? As I'm sure you know, like all kind of, you know, launching things and creating things, you know, you, you put it out there and it's like a piece of you and, you know, you just – and crowdfunding works for me because I think it's a chance to go, I made this thing and I want to test it. I'm like, yeah. hey, who wants one? Yeah. Instead of ordering <laughs> like 500 journals and having them sitting like, I don't know, in my living room yeah. <laughs> having, yeah. and then having to step over them every time wondering when I'm going to get an order yeah. um, I, I can just order as many as I get but yeah, um, yeah so yeah so really thank you for <laughs> your encouragement yeah so can you tell us a bit more about the radical self journal then yeah so it really evolved from uh, the e-course that I ran earlier this year, um, which is sort of a, like a, an online group program, um, and we, we walked through a variety of self-care themes, and um, we'd have uh, live calls, and then there were some video lessons and kind of worksheets and um, uh, meditations and all this digital content um, that was being sort of dripped out over email. And part of me... Um, really felt this sense of tension around the fact that ultimately what I'm coaching is mindfulness. It's about connecting with yourself in the moment and what your needs are. And and the delivery mechanism is digital. And, and I feel like, I don't know about you guys and the listeners here, but I find digital really fracturing mm-hmm. for my attention, like social, email, anything with pixels. <laughs> I find mm-hmm. it's actually like fracturing my attention and, and, and I get distracted and, um, uh, you know, I'll continue to run the online course because I think it, it's it, magic happens when women gather in circle and whether we do it in a physical room or whether we're doing it on Zoom with people from all these different countries, like that oxytocin, that magic, that connection mm. sisterhood is still there and I really believe in it and it enables me to connect with um, women who are really resonating with what I'm sharing um, but maybe they can't show up in person. Um, and so I'll continue to offer that, but it also made me think I wanted to create something that enabled people to connect with themselves and practice some of this self-care and, and personal reflection when they could do it sitting under a tree or down at the beach or, um, you know, in bed. And so that's why I made the journal. So I've taken all of the stuff, um, all of the prompts, all the questions, all the themes out of that um, group program and structured it as this conscious journey through different self-care landscapes or themes um, over. So it's a a 100-day journey, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so there's the start day and then there's 14 weeks and then there's the end day, so 100 days. And um, I just like the idea of pen and paper. I'm such a Mm -hmm. pen and paper person myself. And I honestly, like I produce a lot online and digitally, um, but I really have to stretch myself to do that. And Mm -hmm. 
pen and paper so nice. So, yeah, that's really why I wanted to create that. Yeah. Oh, cool. It's really, really great. Yeah, it sounds amazing. Mm. So what other plans do you have for your radical self-care project and mm. journey? Um, I don't know, actually. <laughs> See how the journal goes. <laughs> it's so funny, you know, Sinja. I actually um, I sat down to try and write a launch strategy like three days before launching I was like right I'm gonna write my strategy yeah and I sat there and I tried and I really I just like couldn't I couldn't there was too many things buzzing around and then um a couple of days before the launch I did an Instagram live just talking a little bit about why I chose to um launch the journal with crowdfunding I thought maybe that'll be interest of interest to some other um entrepreneurs and uh, kind of wellness professionals yoga teachers and things like that and um out of that conversation sort of came a few more ideas about the launch strategy and so it's great it's coming together piece by piece um I do love a plan and I wish I had a plan but it's really at the moment it's quite intuitive day by day so yeah really the goal at this point is to to um get the journal out there print it um, and who knows, like once I do a self-published round, I might then be able to approach a publisher and go, look, I've sold this many in my community and, and maybe pitch to a publisher. Um, but that'd be like a total pie in the sky, like magical, like, you know, yeah. kind of goal for that yeah. to come out. Um, but I will be launching the group program again next year in February. Um, and so I'll be running that again. And then I think, yeah, maybe just continue humming along with those things for the moment. I also run a yoga studio here in Sydney. It's like my home studio. Um, so I have like half a dozen classes a week that I teach here. And so I think with that and the e-course and the journal, it feels like a really nice mix, you know, some live stuff, yeah, a deep dive, like six-week course, and then having like a physical product that people can go, all right, here's my, you know, 45 bucks I'll grab the journal and so mm. just kind of hitting like different levels of um, people's how much they want to connect with this material um, there's quite a few different options to do that yeah, yeah. that's really cool yeah I really that's... like the idea of that journal it sounds mm. really cool yeah mm. are you guys writers do you do you write do you yes. Of... yes yeah <laughs> yes. yeah short answer yes Sindra's writing a book I am I'm awesome through. yeah yeah what's it about um emotional eating and my journey with that and what I did to get myself better amazing Mm, yeah I think it's good (laughs) (laughs) I don't know I've written half of it so I hope it's good (laughs) yeah um I love that I think personal stories are so um so healing when we can share them with others because when others see us themselves in our stories there's that sense of oh I'm not alone in this Mm. struggle Um, yeah Totally yeah. agree. And I really, yeah, like you, I'm just really passionate about women not having to go down that path of hating themselves and, you know, like rejecting their bodies because our bodies are amazing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we are amazing and we need to kind of learn to honour that and, yeah, so connect with ourselves and, mm. 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 And surround ourselves with community that's going to really cultivate that that positive yeah. self talk as well. Yeah, um, I yeah think I cultivate think it and support it, mm. and make you accountable to it as well. So like, there's yeah. so many different things that community needs to do for people. Mm. And like you were saying before, um, you know, there's so much in the media, 
like and media whatever like they're just doing they're just doing their thing that's fine they're doing their best um and just society <laughs> societal norms are like you know you've got to get your beach body and you've got to get shredded and like you know you've got to fit into this dress or this this prototype and you know like it's just it doesn't really help us love ourselves and connect with ourselves and care for ourselves really mm. you know it, it mm. makes us look outside our own bodies and outside our own souls for the answer um mm. which is hard yeah, and because, then it's hard yeah yeah and I think that's I mean where yoga practice is really helpful you know the idea that we are whole and complete exactly as we are even when we are sitting with our pain and our struggles we are still whole it's it's not that we are you know broken or incomplete in some way just because we struggle but we are already whole and I think that a lot of the messages Mm. that we get from the beauty and fashion and you know even the well-being industry um, is often uh you're not whole until you have this or Mm. until you do that and it's it's, like you know this kind of go on (laughs) sorry uh, yeah just this aspirational (laughs) inspirational lifestyle that doesn't necessarily resonate with people's truth yeah Yeah. it's like you've got something that needs to be fixed and you have to look outside of yourself to fix it Mm. whereas that's the opposite of what is actually what you need to do yeah the answer's on the inside exactly yeah Mm. we just got to learn to trust ourselves and Mm. connect with the answers yeah that's the thing isn't it trust and I guess that's what your journal's all about like you know getting to know yourself and being okay with being yeah discovering yourself to start with and then being able to trust what you've found yeah Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And writing, I think, is such a beautiful way to really have a conversation with yourself. I think there are two really – I mean, I love the process of writing, and I think it can be really great to just get stuff out and you can connect with your unconscious and different parts of your brain. The longer you just write, 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 stuff Mm. just sort of pours out. And then I don't know if you've ever had this experience of, like, reading back over your writing, like reading back over your journal, and you're like, huh, is that what I was thinking? Or, like, wow, did I write that? Yeah. Oracle, I am the freaking oracle. Like, you know, like (laughs) reading back over your stuff, like new levels of insight kind of drop in. Mm. And I I do have a meditation practice, um, but I I think that journaling is is another way – that's quite different and and complements meditation really beautifully to to get to know yourself and yeah to be definitely okay, okay with who you are yeah so where can people find you and find the journal and connect with you um yeah so i have uh, i'm at katealexandra.com.au that's my yoga studio in sydney if anyone wants to come and do some classes yeah. I run women's circles and Lovely. pregnancy yoga nice and uh, and regular kind of hatha vinyasa classes um, in the sort of therapeutic uh, yoga therapy style as well as in the vinyasa flow, spiritual vinyasa flow style, um, and radicalselfcareproject.com. And I, my crowdfunding campaign is up at startsomegood.com slash radical hyphen self hyphen journal. I'll give you guys the, guys the links as well. Yeah. I'm sure this is not we'll like share in the notes ready with well. a pen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so cool. um, the journal campaign's got like, I only launched on Wednesday, so I've got like 18 days to go. Yeah. Um, You're going to smash so. it. Yeah. <laughs> Super excited. Thanks. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, inviting me on, having a chat. It's been good. Yeah, Yeah, it's been awesome. Lovely to have you on and finally talk to you. I've been kind of following you on social media for a long time. I know. Um, I feel like I knew you guys already. Like I've seen you so, you know, and I've listened to your podcasts and things. 
It's yeah. so funny, isn't it, when that happens? You're like, I know you, but I don't really. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you again so much, and we look forward to talking to you again sometime soon. Thanks, ladies. Thanks, Thanks. Kate. Bye. Bye. Thank you again so much, Kate, for being here. We loved chatting about the Radical Self-Care Journal and the Radical Self-Care Project. Yeah, if you are keen, which why wouldn't you be, uh, we'll put the links below in the notes. Yeah, they're in the show notes and definitely have a look. Yeah. Yeah, she's really beautiful. She is. It was lovely chatting to her, actually. Yeah. Um, Speaking of self-care, we have our new self-care packs available now as well. We do. If you head to twofeetcreative.com.au slash shop, you can have a look and grab one for yourself. They're pretty great. Yeah. Um, We've loved making them and we know that they're going to do a lot of good in the world. Yeah. So we have... um so two choices up at the moment and also our affirmation cards are separate or you can get them in the pack as well yeah so go and jump on our shop yep and do some shopping yep (laughs) and we'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review that would be amazing yes please if you want to get in touch our email is hello at twofeetcreative.com.au that's if you have a show suggestion or if you want to chat to us um we want to hear from you all the socials are two feet creative And again, we just want to hear from you. We love connecting with people and hearing stories and all of the things, basically. We would love to chat. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.